0: Hi everyone, my name is Anna, and this is the mini series Rodex. Hello, my beautiful people, welcome to the mini series Rodex. On this show, we talk about the best mini series from our favorite streaming services and why the mini series, you might ask, because ain't nobody got time for eight seasons, honey, okay? Way too long. So, on this episode, we will be talking about WandaVision. WandaVision! I have to admit that it's going to be a little bit hard to talk about the show without spoiling anything. But in the meantime, I feel like everybody who's really committed to the MCU has already watched it. I was actually a bit reluctant to make an episode about it because I was like, everybody must have seen it already by now, but... Eh, why not? Because I actually believe that it's one of the the best miniseries I've seen. Um I've seen. Just seen. It's just good. So let's dive in. WandaVision is an American television miniseries created by Jack Schaefer Schaffer? I don't know, for the streaming service Disney Plus, based on Marvel Comics featuring the character Wanda Maximoff who is well she was not the scarlet witch at the beginning but oh uh, sorry spoiler but we all know that she is and vision who is a guy i don't know how to explain who vision is but if you really want to know who vision is you have to watch age of ultron because that's where actually those two characters appear in the, within the mcu so it, if you just want a little bit of knowledge about them just before the show i suggest you watch that movie well you can watch all the rest like because they're good as well but if you just want to know about them Wanda Maximoff, also known as the scarlet witch is a character portrayed by elizabeth olsen in the mcu who is based on the marvel comics character of the same name In the franchise, when Wanda Wanda, is depicted as a Sokovin refugee who, along with her twin brother Pietro, volunteers to be experimented, experimented on by Hydra, Wanda initially comes into conflict with the Avengers, but later joins them and becomes one of the most powerful members. The Vision is a fictional character portrayed by Paul Bettany in the MCU as well, of course. Based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name, Vision is a vibranium synthezoid with a body created by the villain Ultron in Age of Ultron, incorporating the Mind Stone, but which was brought to sentience by Tony Stark and Bruce banner and i feel like there's a lot of emphasis on the fact that it's tony that actually did it but it was the two of them tony stark and bruce banner but i feel like okay i'm sorry but i don't like tony stark i just don't like him so in my mind i usually say like it's his fault because well first it is and because i love bruce banner so yeah i'm one of those people It's Tony Stark's fault. The show starts in right after the movie Endgame. I think it's a few weeks. I think it's something like they say three weeks just after Endgame. And it starts at Westview, which is, uh, I think it's a fictional city. And it's just weird because, well, Vision, spoiler alert, I'm sorry, Vision is supposed to be dead like very very dead and he had he also had like one of the most uh terrifying death of the MCU it was really really creepy to watch so he's supposed to be dead but he's here still in westview with wanda and everything is in black and white and in the 60s so everything is just weird about the beginning of the show about the whole show actually one of the biggest surprises with this show is that nobody was actually, nobody knew what to expect. Nobody knew what to expect when the promo came and the, the, the posters and everything. You just couldn't tell anything about it. You can just tell. And what a way to start the whole miniseries streak! I don't know how to call it, because it was just so, so good and unexpected. And I think, to be fair, it was maybe a bit too good to start with, because then everything that came after that was a bit disappointing. I actually liked most of them, but I have to say the one that was really disappointing was Loki. Loki was really disappointing, and it was something that everybody was betting on. And everybody was like, Okay, Loki, 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 it's gonna be great, it's gonna be great. And it wasn't, I don't know if it wasn't great, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. However, I have to admit that the pilot and I think the second episode also were not that, I think they aired at the same time. They premiered at the same time on the same day. And they were not really, how can I say that? Exciting. They were not really exciting. So much that I stopped watching it for two weeks. And then it became really exciting. And people were saying like, oh my God, this is amazing and everything. So I had to catch up. And boy, it was something. But there's a really, I would say, dull pilot. The pilot is very dull. It's not that it's not that exciting, but I have to admit that it really works in the sense that I think the um, the couple Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen it works really well, and they were ha- they were able to to deliver a real performance. So you watch the first episode, you watch the second episode, and you just don't know what's going on, which is one of the best way best way to keep me. because I love watching a show and not understanding what's going on that's I just love it that's how you would keep me staying and I would be like yeah I need to know sometimes even if I don't care anymore I just need a final answer the only show no there's two shows actually where I actually gave up were Lost and Pretty Little Pretty Little Liars I think Lost went a bit too far from for me and that's saying a lot that's saying a lot uh but it just went a bit too far for me when i discovered there was like a black smoke that was activated by someone i said okay i'm out pretty little liars i just think it was very bad writing it was just bad writing and the the lady with the red coat was I was like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not here for that, but this is the m c u this is the m c u so you know that even if you don't understand it's gonna be great, it's gonna lead to something, and it's gonna lead to something really exciting, hopefully so during the show, you discover what's actually going on. you discover people will with superpowers. And everything, and why why everything is happening, and so people come back, and you have came. It's it's a really crazy show. It's really crazy, and it was oh, it was so good. It was the cliffhangers were really good, and the way they came on the screen was extremely frustrating. But it was you were just like, oh my god this just happened but the only problem i had with the show is that the episode were very the episode were very short but then again it's a sitcom so it makes sense but the episode were so short like the the end credit was 10 minutes what is that what is that so please Disney don't do that ever again. It was very, very um frustrating. Wonder Vision. So after the whole thing, ah, oh, it's so annoying because I don't want to spoil anything and because I'm not spoiling anything, I can't say anything. Ah But the you discover well you discover the whole show is about grief. The whole show is about a woman who lost everybody. She lost... She's an orphan. She lost a brother. She lost her man that is still here somehow. But it's supposed to be dead. So it bears the question of... She has so much power, right? And the question is... Would you not act like her if you could do it? Because everybody in the MCU, like when you watch Infinity War and Endgame, for example, like at the end of Endgame, you have the Stark funeral and there were, there's so many people here for him. She's there. But when you look at everybody, everybody seems to have someone captain america said i'm out i'm going back to the 70s or whatever spider-man has someone everybody has someone or maybe not the hulk he's a pretty lonely guy but almost everybody has someone and she's the only person of this whole crew who's like okay cool we saved the world now what now what like my mom dead my dad dead My brother's dead, my boo's dead. So what am I supposed to do? She had the power to do something about it, and she did. My problem is, I feel like we forgive way too much to superheroes. By doing what she did in the show, which I'm sure everybody watched. By doing what she did in the show... She hurt a lot of people. She hurt a lot of people. The Avengers, when they are doing the thing, okay, they're saving the universe. But there's a lot of things that they do and they are not being held responsible for. So the whole uh, Sokovian act in Infinity War made makes sense and is it's actually fair. It's actually fair. You cannot be like, oh no, because I saved the world and I don't have to to take responsibility for anything. By the way, the whole Infinity War movie starts because Wanda killed a bunch of people in action in Lagos. And that's how the whole Sokovian Accord thing starts. So the question is, are we forgiving too much to superheroes? I want to say yes, but then I think we are kind of happy when they're here and saving everybody, but it's still tricky. And as for her, listen, sis was grieving. I want to say I get that, but I actually don't because I am lucky enough that I haven't lost a lot of people in my life. So I don't know. Actually, I haven't lost very, very close people. So I actually don't know what, She's going through, so that's how I can like be on my high horse and be like, "Oh, but she hurt people and blah, blah blah blah." I actually don't know, so I do believe that when you watch a show, you cannot relate to. I do believe that in life, in general, you cannot relate, you cannot fully comprehend and relate to something that you never experience. I just don't think it's not possible. So I think that me haven't really experienced grief watching watching the show i think that i missed something i'm sure that a lot of people who who watch the show and lost someone could relate to her and that's that's a great thing that's one of the great the greatest things about the marvel miniseries because now in the marvel realm and in the superhero genre with without reading the comics and just watching movies and in this case series you can actually feel something on a deeper level because the movies in terms of feelings and being able to relate to anything it's very superficial let's be honest now those those series they we can feel something deeper, and still having that superhero crazy adventure, which is which is so great, so great. Now you actually care for those characters; you actually care for them. Like nobody care. I don't want to say nobody because there was still like huge Marvel Marvel fan that was like Vision and Scarlet Witch. I get that. I really get that. But I do feel like a lot of us non marvel comics reader didn't care about vision especially vision i was like maybe maybe scarlet witch because like i feel like we know her a little bit more but vision who cared i didn't but now i do because when he died in infinity war first of all i think by end game i totally forgot And when he died, I was like, oh, oh, poor thing. And then that was it. But now I like him and I want him not to be dead. I think he won't be dead for long. I actually don't know. I just love the way how we can actually have deeper themes and deeper characters within this superhero Um, craziness, which in which it, which again was not the case with the movies. I'm sure it's the case in the comics, but it was not the case in the movies. And grief is something that I'm really scared to experience, but maybe, maybe when I do experience it, I will watch back that show and be like oh now i get what she, why she did what she did and also grief is a common theme with superheroes like when you think of what's his name batman it all comes from grief or barry and the flash he became well it does not became become the flash because he's grieving but His whole identity as a CSI and everything is because his mom died and his father sent to prison. So he wants to do something about it. But grief is something I'm really, really scared of, of experiencing. And I know it's coming. It's going to come one day. But I'm not looking forward to it. Oh my God, sorry. I don't want to sound depressing. But yeah. So, if you are, because I have a friend who told me that he doesn't want to watch the the Marvel miniseries because he felt like even if they they're bringing some novelty in it to him, it's not enough to be really interested. Interested, but if you like the MCU and if you like Marvel, which I'm sure you you do, you should watch division and all the miniseries which I'm sure you did I really feel that they are exceptional I don't want to say marketing tool but they're like as an even as an artistic endeavor it's just crazy and the way they connect the, the way they will connect to the movies and then the fact that they manage to to put all those things together the series and the movies and everything just go hands in hands it's so genius it it must be exhausting to produce and to think to plan but it's really really genius so I'm really really excited to see excited sorry to see what that's gonna lead to I watched Shang-Chi in cinema recently and it was really good it was very different from the other Marvel movies but it was refreshing and it was good and and the numbers are great, which is uh, great because I didn't want this to be an excuse for not having a non white lead or non men lead in another MCU movie. So I'm really. It's so good that they are doing great with numbers. Anyway, this was my. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to say that this was a rev- a review Because I didn't see anything about this sh- <laughs> I'm sorry guys I really didn't want to spoil anything But it was really hard To talk a lot about The show without spoiling anything So If you want to continue this conversation Head out to the Instagram account It's linked In the podcast description Let's have a conversation There And see you in the next episode or rather you will hear me in the next episode see ya